Channel your inner Brandon. Channel your inner Brandon. You want a break from the ads? You should hop on our Patreon. For $5 a month, you can get ad-free episodes, behind-the-scene content, and exclusive Patreon podcasts where Matthew and I watch and review a TV show pilot voted on by our patrons. And we ask the age-old question, is there a pilot in this movie? Or a plane? Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Channeled Brandon. God, I just feel super, super sexy now. This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. So, you finally watched... Nort... I know I need to watch that movie, Mom. That's why I made this podcast. Matthew. Yeah, you said your name and then I say mine. Let's go! Hello and welcome back to So You Finally Watched, a movie review podcast where two friends watch a movie that the other hasn't seen. My name is Nort. And my name is Matthew. So today, Matthew, you finally watched Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. What an experience. (laughs) Uh, Directed by Tom Shadyak and written by Jack Bernstein. Starring the lovable and uh, very well-remembered for other movies, Jim Carrey. Yeah. (laughs) Um... You can't stream this anywhere, uh, so you have to pay $4 to watch it uh, on basically any site that you can rent movies on. Excuse me, I am suffering from extreme allergies that I developed now at the age of 28, so that's cool. Um, I got a slight cough. I will probably cut most of them out, but if you hear it, um, you know, that's my bad. And my voice is a little raspy, like I smoked cigarettes. I did used to smoke a lot of hookah in, like, college. A lot of hookah? Yeah, like to, like tobacco hookah. Oh, sure, yeah. Because, like, down in uh, the QC, they had, like, the, the hookah shop. That, I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember what that was, people going to it. I feel like I've heard of a yeah. hookah shop down local, but definitely never went there. Um, it was fucking sweet. Because, like, hookah's a lot different than cigarettes and cigars because, like, there's less toxins in it. Mm. It's, like, more, it's more pure tobacco than a cigarette is. Um, it's still fucking awful for you. Yeah, I've never had any of that stuff. But dude, it, like, and it's flavored. Yeah, I remember being. It was so much fun. Mm. Was it flavored as in like how vapes are flavored now, like those types of flavors, or like yeah, mm. but not as good because like I think because like the point of hookah is like the taste of the tobacco still. Mm. Um, because like like I, th- I think with like the level of like addiction and toxins it goes like hookah cigar cigarettes mm, with from, the nicotine from what i know yeah and what i've researched because i mean i obviously don't smoke now so it wasn't that addictive i did it like three times a month probably so yeah. like and we would do it for like two hours like do you smoke it yeah. or okay i there's have like, no idea it's honestly. like the giant you've seen in movies where there's like, like a giant bong looking thing yeah it's called that's the hookah okay and then like there's tubes that go to it yeah yeah you I just, just sit figured... around a table and like you put hot coals in there and mm. it's very like zen. Hmm. 
Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. I've never... And then, like, at this place, it was 18 and up, but, like, you could bring beers in there. Like, they had the license where you could drink in there, but Mm -hmm. they couldn't sell it. Right. But people would bring in it. We didn't, because we were... I didn't stop... I stopped going by the time I was 21, but, like... It wasn't fun fun anymore. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I, like, didn't want it to be a habit. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'll just... You're very self-aware about it. I'll just stop. It's cool, and it's fun, and, like, I'll go if it's, like, we're out drinking, and everyone's like, let's go to the hookah bar if we're down in the, like, the district or whatever, because that's where it was. Oh, okay. So, like... That makes sense. um, Speaking of... Did I ever tell you about the time I accidentally walked into a bond shop? (laughs) How do you accidentally walk into a bond shop? You know the QC Comics store? That was on the avenue? By Hungry Hobo? No one rock island. Oh no, I haven't. No, I do. I, yes, I know what you're talking about, but I've never been there. So there's the comic rack, uh-huh. and then there's like a bong store, and they're side by side in this little <laughs> thing. And there's a door on the left that's the comic books, and there's a door on the right. And I went in the wrong door because I didn't know it was two different businesses. Yeah. I thought the whole thing was comics. I walked in, and I was like, I don't belong here. <laughs> and then the guy behind the counter was just like. What's up, bro? And <laughs> I'm like, super nice. I'm just yeah. like, hey, man. And I'm just looking around at all these people, like, checking out the bongs. And I'm like, uh, I think I'm in the wrong. I just, like, backed out. Just, like, so awkward. <laughs> and then I just left because I didn't know. I thought it was in the wrong place. I just drove away. <laughs> I know, like, before it was legal in Illinois, uh, they had to call it water pipes. And mm-hmm. if you said, like, bong in the store, they would, like, not sell to you, mm-hmm. usually. Um, that's all I, that's all I remember from head shops back, you know, cause like I've been to them recently, but it's legal now. So, right. so who cares? Yeah. They don't they, used to have to have like say, code words for it. Well, like, yeah. Cause like it wasn't legal to sell par- like weed paraphernalia. Yeah. But they branded it as something else. As like tobacco pipes. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, cause it does work for tobacco technically. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, it was just like a legal loophole that Illinois. I think most places are like that. If I, if I, I would think most places would be like that. Yeah, probably. I mean, I couldn't see one in Texas just because that's so strict down there. But I haven't been to Texas since I was like eight. So mm-hmm. I've never. And I got attacked by fire ants, so I'll never go back. Oh, whoops! <laughs> Dude, it was awful. <laughs> they went in my underwear. Oh no! They bit my little balls. Oh no! How old were you? Like eight. Oh no! Oh man. Just a swarm, a whole colony? I think I just stood on an anthill. Oh, yeah, and they all crawled. So, like, it was, they weren't malicious. I think they, they thought I was trying to kill everyone. Or sure. And there wasn't, it was, like, probably, like, 20, because they're bigger, so. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, ow, 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 ow. And, like, you're brushing them out. Um, sorry we're <laughs> delaying this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can stream it. I don't suggest renting it. I hope you didn't watch this movie for this review. <laughs> I have never been so disappointed in a rewatch of a movie it, it, in it's my okay. entire life. It's okay to just leave it in your memory if it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, actually, you can just don't listen to us because I'm going to pick it apart. Um, and just for context, before we get into it, this movie was an 8 out of 10 in my head before I watched yeah. it. So. Yeah. Um, actually, let's see if I... Uh, I didn't give initial thoughts, which is weird. Um. But I can give you what I thought before I watched this. Movie. Yeah, yeah. What what did you remember? I remembered it being funny. I remember it being like non-offensive funny. Like it was just like 
a silly goose time kind of like I'm trying to think of another movie that's I'm like afraid to say it now because like what? <laughs> what if it's also yeah, what really if it's bad? also problematic? Um, and it's not like I'm like oh it's like I'm too woke now. It's like no, it, some of the things in here are not not <laughs> they're, cool. They're not cool. <laughs> um, and it's not like just like one thing like how Rat Race had like the kind of transphobic thing. Like this is like bad. Yeah, they really uh, hit the nail on the head. Uh, Rat Race is actually a good example of how they. We're still uncool about it, but at least it was a one-time thing, and it they moved past it. Mm. Uh, my initial thoughts, yeah, I loved it. I remember growing up watching this movie and the second one. I remember it being a little inappropriate for kids, mm. but like I was watching this shit when I was like 9 or 10 and stuff like that. Um, Is it rated PG? It's PG-13. Oh, okay. I thought I would have guessed. Um, it's PG-13. It definitely earns that PG thirteen. Oh, absolutely. Um, it was released February fourth, ninety four. It's eighty six minutes long. It's classified as a comedy, but yeah, that's my initial thoughts. I was, I like remember. I think I picked this movie last episode because like we watched, we watched two heavy hitters in a row. I think mm-hmm. we, we watched, uh, Gamer, Born Identity, Fight. Jamar Identity Gamer Fight Club, and then I can I think that was those three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we like pre-record these, so we're like so ahead from the initial release. Um, and then we did uh, the Nickelback, yeah, so April yeah. Fools' thing. Um, and then so I was like, let's just do like a funny movie, you know, something good. Um, let's do classic Jim Carrey. <laughs> was this like Jim Carrey's first? Like, hit of his run of comedies? I feel like it was during that time, for sure. Okay, because I can't remember if this was the first one. Because it was, like, this, and there was The Mask, and then there was... Uh... Cable Guy? Cable Man? Yeah. And then there was the second of this movie that came out. Mm-hmm, the sequel. Um, which I remember liking the sequel more, so I'm worried about that. Because um... <laughs> now we got to watch that, too, eventually. Yeah. Just to see... If they're all bad. Well, I, okay. So when the movie started, I, I had no clue what this movie was about. Like, I knew it was called Ace Ventura Pet Detective, so I assumed it had something to do with animals. But, like, I had no clue about anything. So it, the credits start, the opening credits start rolling, and then it says Dan Marino. And I'm like, he's, because I know he's the quarterback of the Dolphins back in the, like, 80s. Yeah. And I was like, Dan Marino, what the fuck? This isn't a football movie. But then, like, I had no idea. And so then I was like, oh, are they going to do something with a dolphin? This doesn't make any sense. Like, so I was excited to watch the movie when it started because I know it has this big reputation. <laughs> I, like, was almost cry At the end, I was so bummed out. I was like, Christiana, I might fucking cry. I'm so upset. <laughs> um, Like, not from, like, not even from like disappointment, but almost just from embarrassment because I was yeah. so excited to watch it. Had she seen it before? Uh yeah, but it's been, it was like same thing as you. Yeah, yeah. And like I were we I've watched clips mm-hmm. in the past ten years. Yeah, but it's like the funny the clips. meme clips, right? Like mm-hmm. oh yeah, the bitch. Like, and then like some of the other memey ones. Alrighty then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like with my high school friend group, um with a good chunk of them like we love the like these movies we always quote mm-hmm. 
and I would be really curious to see their thoughts because they're they're more forgiving than I am about mm-hmm. this stuff. But like, I was. <laughs> I don't know if they've watched it recently because I, I remember watching The Mask kind of recently. Mm. I remember there being some kind of un- uncool women stuff in it um, just because he's kind of vulgar in it. I haven't seen it in a long time. But like when he puts the mask on, it's like he becomes a different person. Uh-huh. That's like the whole point. Yeah. So it kind of like, like serves the plot a little bit. but He becomes the mask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dan Marino's in it, which I didn't know was a football player. Yeah, I only knew that because I played on my NES. I had uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, yeah. which is the best football game that's ever been made. Yeah, you sent me the Snapchat of that. Yeah, it's inc- it's amazing. I'm pretty sure Dan from the Game Grumps also said that. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I think they played that on the show, and I I watched it, and it was, they it was played. A good episode. I think they played Tecmo Bowl, but not Tecmo Super Bowl. You could put a gun to my head. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl has actual football, real football teams and real football players in it because they got the license from the NFL. The original Tecmo Bowl did not have NFL license for anything, so they just had to make up a bunch of random teams and names. Yeah. So, so I mean, I bet it's the same engine and everything, just with it's a different engine too. Well, I mean, maybe but the same engine, but like, um, it's just so good. I, like, I still every time I go to my parents' house, I go downstairs and like I play it. <laughs> like seriously, like yeah, I play their Nintendo all the time. Um. So, that's your initial thoughts. You were like, oh, you just basically what I told you. You were like, hell yeah. And yeah. like the stuff you've heard, like, because everyone loves Jim Carrey. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I do too. I don't like hate him for this. This is definitely of the 90s. So oh, like, absolutely. I'm not holding this against him. Because um, I imagine if anybody was upset about this, he would he would be like, I mean, I mean, sorry that it upsets you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, man, that was... 30 years ago, and it was way different then. Um, but I think I read something that he wasn't trying to be edgy. He was trying to be satirical of it. Yeah, like I watched an interview, or no, it wasn't from an interview. I read that he said that he purposefully made himself so obnoxious, like his reactions to like um, his reactions to things mm-hmm. were so obnoxiously like homophobic so that nobody would be offended by it because it was so cartoonish and outlandish the way that he reacted. Yeah. As that's exactly what I read too. But it's like, you play this nowadays mm-hmm. and the homophobes and transphobes and racists, they're not going to pick up on that irony. No. Which I did when I was watching it because I was like, oh, I, I don't think, because I have not heard anything about Jim Carrey being that bad of a dude. Right. Besides just like general Hollywood bullshit because sure. like, they're all kind of shitty. But, just because it comes with that job, um, but yeah, uh, we'll get into that. That's not even at it, it. It they had me in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. That's Absolutely. that picture of that that football player that says that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was very optimistic. It went from a solid eight out of ten down to way, way, way lower. Uh, but it starts off with him rescuing a dog, and like he's like it, with him like kicking a package all the way down like the street, and it's like comically like glass breaking shattering it says fragile (laughs) on the box he just delivers it to this guy like he like rescues this dog from the gross man (laughs) it's like a just a super gross dude um and then the guy runs out and just starts beating the shit out of his car with the bat oh yeah which (laughs) stayed beat up the entire movie (laughs) he's like put his head out the window to see (laughs) yeah because the windshield's shattered and he can't see out the windshield and apparently he was returning 
um, the dog to like a pretty lady because it was like her ex-husband or something, she said. Yeah, and when he, he stole the dog and then put down a fake dog. <laughs> this is like a stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah, that was just standing there staring at the door. I don't remember if the guy like kicked it Yeah. or not, but <laughs> that was funny. But then she does sex stuff to him, and I went, oh, no. That was my first <laughs> instance of, like, maybe I don't remember this movie. <laughs> yeah, she straight up just, like, I'm, ass- I'm assuming they suck in a fuck. I don't know. Oh, it- for sure. Then it cuts to two guys stealing a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the Dolphins football stadium. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that. I just thought they were at like SeaWorld or something. <laughs> you thought that you couldn't tell it was an NFL stadium? No. Dude, I've like watched like two With football games ever. Freaking field goal posts. I didn't notice the field goal posts, <laughs> I guess. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Dude, you like I think you misunderstand how little I know about sports. Yeah, no, I get it. Um I know a lot about baseball because I was fo- it was forced upon me. Yeah. Um, but I, I dude I don't like baseball. <laughs> I mean, I I get it if you didn't grow up watching it. I I did. Oh well, probably because you were forced. I to was watch forced it. to go to like little league games every fucking weekend. Did you play? No, oh, but I watched like. There and f- watch. I had like, f- I had five siblings. Mm. Three of them were step. One was half. One was blood. And all of them did at least two things of baseball. Mm-hmm. So like, I would just. When I was a kid, I played. Pretty much every sport, but sucked at all of them. Yeah. And figured out that I really just wanted to be in marching band. <laughs> yeah. I was really good at that. Um, But yeah, so like I am, that's definitely my hatred of. <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> is just being forced for like five years to go to baseball games constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's also, it's also kind of boring. It's. I'm sorry. My wife loves baseball. Yeah. And um when it gets going though, oh, it's fucking when I, fun. When I see those dope plays though, I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. When the Cubs win the World Series, <laughs> that shit was fucking I bet. awesome. Yeah. Um But anyway, we're getting, <laughs> talking about this. Uh, I feel I feel bad. I keep just I don't mean to distract us, but that's how upset I am about talking about this movie. Um Oh, I, okay. So it was during this first part of the movie where Jim Carrey does all of his crazy faces, mm-hmm. and he's got the crazy sunglasses, and yeah. he's doing the like the walk, the swaggy Ace Ventura walk, and that shit is so funny. It's pretty. He funny. owns that like look, yeah. that walk. He does it so well. <laughs> he's got it down to his science that movement pattern. It's yeah. hilarious. He looks insane he doing does. it, and it's that makes it better. It's like he commits to the bits so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he makes the faces that he makes. I don't his, know. His face muscles are incredibly versatile. I, he's just a big old goober. He's mm-hmm. just a big little guy. Have you seen that video where he had an interview about how he talked to a kid and his kid's mom, and he like did the Grinch face, and the mom like freaked out because he was like. She was like, I thought that was all makeup and prosthetics. Like, no, he actually can move his cheeks like that wide and unhinges teeth and jaws like yeah. an insane amount. It's crazy. Yeah, he's talented. Um, which I've watched more recent movies. Like, I remember watching Yes Man, which came out in like 2007. Mm-hmm. And he stars in that with Zoe Deschanel. 
despite just being a weird age difference between them, it's like a love story between them, kind of. Mm. Besides that, it's a pretty funny movie overall. It's just kind of like about like letting go and trying new things. Mm. But he doesn't really play it. He does similar in that. I think that's where the tape scene comes from that you always see. Like wrapped around his... I'm pretty sure it's from that movie. I have not seen that movie. I'm, I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong in the Discord, but... Anyway, uh, and it was the Dolphins mascot. Yes. And then, um, what's her name from Friends? Yeah. Uh, uh, Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney Cox. <laughs> she plays Melissa Robinson, which I don't remember hearing her name at all in the whole movie. No, a couple of times. I wrote I wrote her name down, Melissa, but no, she's not mentioned. Yeah, there's like four name. named people in this movie, probably. <laughs> um. Apparently, his landlord's name is Mr. Shikadance. What? <laughs> <laughs> they just make up names for people and don't say them in the movie. Isn't that weird? We've seen that, though. Like, it happened when we watched Gamer. Like, someone, their, their name was, like, Dude or something, and they just never said the person's name. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, This is what I wrote. I don't Explain to me what this means for a second. Ace is weird sniffing grass and putting chewed seeds on the desk. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's got the sunflower seeds. He's oh. talking to someone. He's like chewing them one at a time, yeah. And then like spitting out the garbage part and just eating the seed, yeah. And then then he takes this one single second seed, the sunflower seed, and just like just crumbs all over the desk. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Well, he does, yeah. He does it to like annoy people into telling him things, like that guy at the police precinct who's like his friend, I guess, but like. His friend doesn't want to be associated with him <laughs> in public because everybody else thinks he's a weirdo in the police office or in the. Whatever. He also just walks into places. Yeah, does he work for the police department? No, he does not. I wasn't work. sure if he was, if he did or not. He's a private investigator. Oh sure, yeah, no, that makes sense. Duh. He has no police clearance. Yeah, the police just hate him because all- he's always annoying them with pet stuff. Uh, which you know how I love a good make the police butt of a joke. Good, I love that. Yeah, that's always funny to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but oh, uh, this is also where because um, after that, after he fucks with him for a little bit, gets information on the case, he heads to like the scene of the crime, mm-hmm. and this is where we get that meme that's like, oh yeah, the bitch, because <laughs> they're like talking about the front desk lady, and she like he like helped her with her dog, and. <laughs> That that line caught me off guard a little bit. Honestly, I didn't know the meme. But yeah, because they're like, because like they're like, yeah, Brenda at the front desk, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And she goes, "Yeah, you helped rescue her dog." And she, he's like, "Oh yeah, the bitch." And he's talking about her dog. He's yeah, not yeah. talking about the woman. But everyone like assumes that he's talking about her because yeah. like why wouldn't they? Right. Um. But he, he, it seems like the character does that stuff to like throw people off. Yeah. Maybe. I think he's playing he's playing off the fact that people think he's crazy. I think. Oh yeah. What is one trope I like and it was in one of my favorite books, American Gods. The main character, his name's Shadow and he's just like uh this like big beefy like a uh, big beefy like African American guy. Um and he kind of just plays dumb. He's like really smart mm-hmm. and very intelligent and like good with numbers and stuff. But people just assume he's dumb because he's big. He's big and beefy. Yeah. So he just kind of uses that. And Mr. Wednesday, which is like the other main character of the book, like pegs that. He's like, 
it's easier just being big and dumb, huh? Then people don't ask you questions. Mm-hmm. And Chad was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love that, like, using people's preconceived notions about you against them. Yeah. Um, it w- also doesn't work in your favor sometimes. People think I'm racist sometimes, and they'll just walk up to me and say racist stuff. Um, and I have to be like, fuck you. <laughs> Cause like look at me, I'm just like a big white dude. Sure, yeah. In a small I, town, I look like, I look like I'm, I'm corn. I'm cornbread, like what yeah, they say, yeah, like yeah. I'm corn fed. Um, but the mustache has helped. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and the pain in the nails really makes them. They're like, that's a gay. Get away from. <laughs> oh, okay. The by the time the third female character gets introduced, so I wrote down three female characters, two sexy sax intros. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of the three first women that show up, there's a sexy sax to introduce there them. Is a sexy sax. I didn't. I, I like picked up on that, but I didn't register it. <laughs> Ridiculous. <sighs> That's some '90s cheese right there, dude. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to remember. The, is the next part where he goes into the mansion? Because what I have written down. He goes to his friend who's like this old computer geek guy, and he like does some hacking shit. Oh, yeah. And he's like, at the top of his like Windows tab, it says Acme Database, which I don't know if is a reference to like the Warner Brothers Acme. Is this, is this a Warner Brothers movie? I don't know. This is, I think this is also ahead a little bit. Did we talk about the where he makes his ass talk? Oh no, that was funny. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh no, yeah, because that's when he was annoying the police guy. His yeah, he makes his ass talk. Yeah, yeah, he's that's right. He annoys people until they tell him what he wants. And then by he shoving his butt in his face. Yeah, and then he like the sexy saxophone thing. He flirts with the police chief, uh-huh. uh, Lieutenant Louis Luis Einhorn. Um, yeah, this is then. Then he goes to the party. Where uh, Cannibal Corpse is playing. Straight up the band Cannibal Corpse is playing. I have no idea who they are. It's a metal band. Yeah, I figured that out. <laughs> I didn't know if they were a real band. I couldn't tell if this was like supposed to be the way that the directors thought that that crowd would act. Or if that was actual band. It was Cannibal Corpse. Like, they're credited. Yeah. Um, I don't know the story behind that. I couldn't really find anything about that, but... But yeah, that's because Christiana's like, is that Cannibal Corpse? And I said, I don't know. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you, I thought you would have been able to recognize him. No, that's I what I thought. I you don't know. No, I don't know metal oh, music okay, at all. Okay, yeah, because it makes my head hurt. Mm-hmm. It makes it fuzzy. Yeah, you told me that. I yeah, upsetting it. because there's so much good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he also makes a JFK reference at some point, and I don't know why I wrote that down, but he did. Oh, yeah, then he's, like, talking to the hacker guy, and it does say Acme on it. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is Warner Brothers. Let me see. Let me look at my, uh... yeah, distributed by Warner Bros. Oh, that'd be why. Acme from the Looney Tunes. Yeah, it wasn't based on anything, surprisingly, so. <laughs> what? This wasn't based on a book or anything. Ow. What did she just do? she bite you? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird, like, <laughs> weird, like, five-minute scene of, like, the party, then the hacking... And the character never comes back. Wait. That 
uh, that guy is not in the mansion though, right? He goes to like his place, and he, then and then he goes to the mansion. He, he gets he gets the hacker information, and then he goes to the mansion. Yeah, because the guy tells him like who bought something from somebody at some time, and then he's like, "Oh, I need to go to this mansion to find." Yeah, there's, and there's happens to be a fancy party going on mm-hmm. there, super rich people party. Um, and he's acting like a complete fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really embarrassing, Melissa. Because he somehow convinces Melissa, which is Courtney Cox, to mm. which she just plays herself in this movie really. pretty much, um, or at least the character she played on Friends. He wears like a, like a too big suit, and he's like sneaking around the mansion, and he falls in a shark tank. Yeah, there's <laughs> like a big ass shark tank. Yeah, because you think that that's gonna be the dolphin. Yeah, like these people stole the dolphin, but then it's a great white shark. Yeah, that like jumps out at him. And during all of that, like some some clue he finds in the mansion, makes him think he needs to find an, the person, because I guess when he was I forgot to mention when he was investigating the tank the dolphin was in, he finds the like the jewel. Yes, he finds an orange, like gemstone uh-huh. that he believes comes from one of the AFC Championship rings. It's a night a nineteen eighty four ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then I just want to mention, before we move on from the mansion thing, because when he sneaks out of the mansion, out the bathroom window, but then he, like, does some, like, Mission Impossible stuff, but he's just moving, like, two inches to the left, like, on this brick wall. He's, like, putting his fingers on the indents of the bricks for no reason, and he's, like, hopping over the railing like he's doing some James Bond stuff, but he's just, like... He's just like jumping over a railing. There's nothing dangerous about what he's doing at all. There's no one but like he's watching. So, no, he's just so over the top, and I love that. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, and then when he falls in the tank, it's funny because like you're just like, oh, it's just water. It's like mm. an indoor pool. There's a fucking like great, great white, white shark, shark in it. Um. Oh, but then, yeah. Then he runs out, and he's covered in water, and he's just like, do not go in there. <laughs> Which I think I have seen that clip before. Oh yeah. That's a very popular clip. That's a meme, too, yeah. yeah. Or it was a meme 10 years ago yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, then we get another slapstick montage of him checking all of the players from the 1984 Dolphins team. Yes. Um, And it, it ranges from him getting the shit kicked out of him, uh, him getting in street races. <laughs> to looking down at, in a urinal. <laughs> and then one of the... One of the football players, like, tr- like, he looks at his, he does look in the urinal, and the football yeah. player's, like, excited, like, he's, like, gonna, like he, like, puts his hand like up, he's, he's like, ooh. Yeah, like, the flamboyant gay <laughs> yeah. thing they do in the 90s. Um, and he just, like, runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that didn't bother me. Because yeah, whatever. That, it wasn't, like, no, it too wasn't, bad. No, whatever. Um, because I would see a video of that nowadays and think it was funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's so like that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about no, there's worse. Don't way, worry. way worse. Um, but like, yeah, he he would like bother people and then get punched in the face, and he would look in a mirror to see if there was enough gemstones in his <laughs> indentions. Um, and then he's like uh, sitting down at Melissa's place, I'm assuming, and she's like trying to get him to like 
Because he's like all down in the dumps all of a sudden about it. Because he's like, check he everyone. Him. Yep, he put crossed them all off and he can't find it. And he's like being super mean to her, calling her like fat and ugly and stuff. And this is where we get another of his classic lines. Well, why don't you cry about it? It's, it says, why don't you cry about it, saddlebags? <laughs> saddlebags. And this woman is not, I wouldn't even say she's thick. She's just. No. A wall, she's like, skin and bones. She's skinny. <laughs> She's like 90s skinny. Yeah, Courtney Cox is skinny bones. Um, so I don't know why that was wrote in. It like didn't it feel a little mean? Like yeah, he's like calling her fat for no reason <laughs> for like three minutes. Yeah, and she's not like she's being nice to him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's just so mad that he can't solve the case. <laughs> oh, I did want to say though, the last guy that he finds, he was like sprinting around a track. And he can't catch this guy. And so he, like, chloroforms him with, like, a washcloth. Yeah. He, like, drugs him and just put a washcloth on his face until he passes out. Why don't you just ask him to see his ring? I don't At know. At that point. Yeah. <laughs> he does do that. That's <laughs> so, so over the top. So it's like a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they ever make a cartoon, like, version of this? Like I know there was a third movie where it was, like, his kid or something. Oh, there was an animated series. Oh. It had three seasons. Excuse me? Yeah, three seasons. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I mean, they, obviously the cartoon looks like Jim Carrey. <laughs> Did you think you voiced it? Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs> he was like, why don't you cry about it? Michael Dangerfield was the voice. I know that name. I do too. I can't place it though. Lots of Lego stuff. I mean, it's all animated, like voiceover stuff. He was in Sausage Party, Crypto the Super Dog, uh, Inuyasha. Okay, so that's why I know because he's in like tons of shit. Yeah, he's in a bunch of random stuff like that. Um, so this is a good time to talk about a fun fact I found um, that I forced myself to find. Uh, <laughs> uh, the original concept of the pet detective character, he was a bumbling idiot until Jim Carrey was cast and the character was completely rewritten. Carrie reportedly had two conditions for doing the movie. The comedy had to be as, as zany as physically possible, and his character, despite his quirks and, e- and eccentricity, eccentricity, thank you, uh, should be good at what he does. Which I think, yeah. Yeah, because he wants to be super over the top, but also like Sherlock Holmes. Do we want to just mention his apartment? I don't remember when it even comes Oh, up, yeah, but... no, it's at the very beginning when he's telling his landlord that he never brings his work home and he's carrying all this pet food. Uh-huh. And the landlord's like, there's not supposed to be any pets here, buddy. And he's like, there's not, buddy. It's for protein. <laughs> and he, like, opens the door and there's, like, nothing. And then the guy walks, the landlord walks away and then he, like, whistles and 150 animals pop out of every nook and cranny. Yeah. The iguana in that scene was his pet iguana, by the way. Jim Carrey's actual pet iguana? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Because nice. his, his iguana was on set, mm-hmm. and like they had to take care of it on set. Yeah. So I think it was his pet iguana. I would imagine. I would believe that. Um, I would believe he has an iguana. You think he still has that same iguana? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't know if they live that long. I don't long. know if they live that long. No, um, I don't think so. I know parrots do. But that's not a, that's not a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> There is a parrot. Hey, Matthew, you know the parrots live longer than lizards. <laughs> Good thing this isn't a nature podcast. <laughs> there was a lot. Oh, my God. There was a lot of animals. 
he had like a so many animals and like seven yeah, different dogs skunk. and cats and oh man squirrels and rats <laughs> i just wonder i didn't read anything about like the um animal control people who had to be on set but like i didn't either geez yeah. there had to be so many right in that room I and mean, they were all real yeah they were, they all, were real. all real there's not any cgi in this i don't think not as far as animals go because they don't like talk or anything no it's not like dr doolittle god i wish they would talk <laughs> That would probably actually maybe I wouldn't maybe it would have made it worse. Oh, probably true. <laughs> the parrot would have been saying some fucked up <laughs> shit, <laughs> saying homophobic slurs. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway. Okay. Um. Then they go to the scene of the crime where the guy committed suicide. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna let you take this because I need a second. <laughs> so all all of the cops are there in the room, and um, they're tra- they rule it as a suicide, but like. When you first see it, you you see the guy. Don't we see him fall and like crash, or do we just do we see the crash happen, or do we we come on it and his body's already there? I we we are we see uh, we. Uh, I think we come in and he's already dead. I think but like so. you know that he crashed through the glass, mm-hmm. and so like I mean obviously something bad happened. Like that's not. As a suicide, but then all the cops are there. They're all ruling it as a, as a suicide. The commissioner's ruling it as a suicide, and Jim Carrey finds a splatter of blood on the railing. Yeah, and then he also says, "Like, well, her, his neighbor heard him scream." Yeah, and he Jim, goes on this huge rant because yeah, he's like, first off, it's soundproof glass. Yeah. Second, who, if someone commits suicide, who's gonna scream as mm-hmm. they do it? Like, really? And it's like <laughs> stuff was broken in the yeah. apartment. Like, he got into a scuffle. And then, but there's another one of those, like, probably meme moments that people remember is him opening and shutting the door while he's just, oh, and just. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. (laughs) That was pretty funny. All the cops are angrily watching except that one, his one friend is just kind of, like, trying not to laugh. Mm -hmm. Dude, the lieutenant's so mad at him the whole time. She's just like. Furious. Because you're watching it, you're just like, did you do it? Did you kill him? Because she's so mad. Yeah, she's super suspicious for no reason. It's pretty obvious that it's like, okay, th- this person's probably it the bad is guy. Is involved or something. Yeah. It's going to be some plot twist or something. Yeah. Because, um, like, I think they want you to think it was, like, the rich guy at the party. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, rich guy bad. Yeah. And he's all, like, quiet and suspicious. And douchey. Yeah. But I'm like, no, he's just a rich guy. He's douchey. He has nothing to do with anything. I thought at first that that might have been, like, Melissa's dad or something, but that wouldn't make any sense. They were flirting, the way they were so talking. Weird, yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. It, was, it wasn't very obvious, like, if he was trying to flirt with her at the party. I couldn't tell if it was, like, a family member. But then it was just like, no, because Ace Ventura's friend, like, told him to go to this mansion, so I don't think there's any relation to to melissa's character yeah now i think about it, i don't know fucking do they ever even circle back to why they went to that mansion i don't remember they went to the mansion because like the rich people who lived there like had track records of buying like ship exotic pets at the time um no like that type the type of van that he thinks oh drove up to the place because when he first investigates he was like this is a four-wheel drive van and it weighs this many pounds and it's you know he could tell like that it was loaded in the bag. And so he like tells this guy to look up uh, dolphin transfer equipment. And so they traced whoever bought the, do- 
the the dolphin transfer equipment oh, to be able to do that. I somehow missed that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really matter. No. For the, I mean, because again, it's never the rich guy's never brought up again. Yeah. No. I think it was ne- just a red herring. Yeah. It was just to get it. was just to give him the clue of the football players because mm-hmm. he sees it in like his office or whatever. Um, but then he somehow I don't remember how he gets here, but he somehow figures out that there was actually a missing player that was like photoshopped out of. He's at Melissa's house. Oh, and this is when he starts calling her names because he can't oh, figure yes. it out. But then like he sees a picture on her wall. That's different than the picture he was crossing out. And the picture on his wall has an extra player in it. The kicker. And she, yeah. yeah. And she's like, um, he's not in this picture because he got traded onto the team later on. And this picture was taken at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. I have to find that guy. Because he's got to be it. And then she's like, then she kind of hints that he like didn't leave the team on good terms. Yeah. Because he... Because he botched the Super Bowl. No. Mm-hmm. Was it the Super Bowl or was it the champion? No, he botched the Super Bowl. And he missed the field goal and their team lost the Super Bowl by one point. And so the whole world hated him. Which is so American. Mm-hmm. Very American. The world they mean America. <laughs> yes. Um, and then he's like, Melissa, you should come back to my place where it's safe. Because what if they're hunting down all the people that are involved on this case? And then they go to town. Yeah, they have sex (laughs) four times. Did you count? That's what they said. Oh, yeah. She says four times? (laughs) I think she says three, and then they go a fourth round. Which is wild. That's uh, too many. You'd be like chafing that's too many the bed was like rattling and banging and there was like animal noises yeah <laughs> there was yeah. there was animal noises I, I, i've only gone two rounds which begs the question ace ventura lives alone in his apartment with 150 animals there's gotta be some weird stuff going on with him there <laughs> yeah and it probably smells because <laughs> animals just kind of have a smell to them yeah then in the morning he goes by himself to the kicker's hometown and talks to his parents. The kicker's parents. Yeah. Yeah, he goes to their house and there's just like spray paint everywhere. Die. What's his name? Ray Finkel? Yeah. Yeah. The Die Finkel and all this hatred. Yeah. Ten and years it, later. Yeah. From this thing. Everything is shredded and gross and The house is ripped like a, up. a haunted house looking thing. Yeah. And his the kicker's mother's literally like sick. Like she's. Like dementia. Like, uh, yeah, she's like suffering from like mental problems or an illness or something because like she thinks he's there. Yeah, she thinks he's coming home soon. She's like, he'll be home soon, like in 20 minutes or whatever. And then the husband is just like, he's not coming back. She doesn't have her brain's not all there. And because he's like, he's at a mental hospital. Yeah. Mm hmm. Because he, like, broke down after the world hated him and was spray-painting his parents' house. Yeah, and I wrote her the mom's quote. Ace Ventura says something about Dan Marino. And the the mom goes, Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell. Have a cookie. Because <laughs> they go up to, like, Finkel's room and there's, like, 
cutouts of Dan Marino all like covered in like red paint. Yeah. <laughs> Just like absolute crime scene up there. <laughs> like that that's pretty funny. <laughs> and that's honestly this is where it turns right here. Mm-hmm. This is like the last scene where I'm like smiling. So the, when he leaves, he realizes that they're after Dan Marino. Uh-huh. That's who Finkel's after. Yeah. Um, and then he gets starts getting chased by two people who kidnapped Dan Marino. We don't know it's Dan Marino, but that's who they kidnap in the scene. Oh, right, right, right. Because he's just driving and he happens to see it. I think he was... They cut it out, but I think he was, like, heading to where Dan Marino lives or something. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he, they start shooting at him. Yeah. And he catches a bullet in his teeth. Yeah, it, like, it, was that, like, a... Did he... Are we supposed to believe that he actually, like, they shot at him and he just caught it? Or was yeah. there, like... So, I don't know exactly how shells and casings work. When you fire bullets, like and he just, like, caught a shell? Or if he actually caught the actual bullet? The fuck? That was the actual bullet, yeah. That's <laughs> so silly. He has superpowers. Yeah, <laughs> he can stop us a bullet that's like, don't they go f- like almost as fast as sound or something? Like they're so fast. Yeah, they're insane. Yeah, they're like they're like little they're scary little death machines. We looked it up when we did Rat Race. <laughs> oh yeah, we did because they were they were driving faster than <laughs> they drove as fast as a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess it, he catches his bullet in his teeth. LOL. Um. Ace then talk, he goes to the police lieutenant and, like, reports everything to mm-hmm. her. And she then, like, starts kissing him. Yeah, I wrote that makeout sesh. Yeah, and Ace turns her down after they kiss for, like, five minutes, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there was a revolver in yeah. the pocket. She, he's, he's like, she's like, he's like, uh, Lieutenant, your revolver's in your pocket. And she's like, yeah, do you like it? <laughs> And boy, was I blindsided a little bit in a second here. Um, then, uh, then yeah, this is where I like paused the movie and I went, "Honey, honey, I'm scared." Oh no, honey, because he goes to the mental institution mm-hmm. and pretends to be mentally insane. Yes, he's wearing a tutu and his hair is crazy. He keeps, like, mumbling football stuff, like, put me in, coach. Yeah, and he's, like, dancing around and jumping around like a crazy... <laughs> he like... does do one funny thing. He, like, enacts a play up to the doctor but then and then reverses it. <laughs> but he also talks in reverse, and I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't remember that specifically. He, like, does the play. He's, like, pretending he caught the football, and he's, like, yeah, and then, like checks himself off the doctor and the doctor's just watching him do it and then he reverses it and then sits back down looks at him and then talks back to him in reverse nice <laughs> um and that was the last time i smiled yeah pretty much <laughs> because i was like okay one one mentally ill joke okay i figured he would like cut the act when they got into the mm-hmm. he does not he cut the act on and on and on it doesn't stop for several minutes. Even when he's by himself, he doesn't stop uh-huh. until he's like finds a clue and then he stops. Oh, and he goes into the because he pretends like he's asleep, and the Courtney Cox is like, or Melissa is like, "Yeah, you can just leave him there for three hours. He'll be fine." And then they walk away, and he just goes into the the staff only room. Yeah, and then he he almost gets busted, and he tries to hide in the cardboard box. Yeah. He does like, 
Well, There's like, so many other hiding places in that room. It's this small ass cardboard box, and he's like going in there upside down, just ass first. Yeah. His feet are sticking up. And they don't even end up coming in. No, they crack the door and then just leave. Yeah. They never even look in. Um, And then in the box, Ace finds a crocheted Die Dan pot stickers and a journal with like insane like writing in it. Like it's literally like. Mm. upside down and sideways front and back every page <laughs> a little a little insensitive to how people actually are when they're mentally insane like that's like what they describe in like eldritch horror books mm-hmm. like i don't think someone would be that broken from that situation from the football <laughs> yeah. kick um Sports fans are insane, though. I know. Like, <laughs> if that would have happened, that happened in the 80s. Yeah. So, like, before yeah, social media. They didn't they, even, they didn't have anything back then. No, people could just send, nowadays, people would send them death threats. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Like, people, sports fans hate kickers when they miss. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know that, so I guess that makes sense. It's the worst. Um... But he then finds a newspaper with the lieutenant's name on it, and she went missing years ago. Uh, and then he, he, like, puts together that Einhorn is actually Ray Finkel. Finkel. Mm-hmm. And then we get, like, a... I, did, I was going to actually time it, but I kept forgetting. But I, it, it felt like it was, like, a ten-minute scene of him puking in a toilet... Being like swallowing toothpaste, uh-huh. uh, like a whole gargling tube. bleach, like shit, like <laughs> going in the shower and scrubbing himself, insane, crying. Yeah, he just lays down and cries. Just like this ridiculous montage of homophobia, mm-hmm. um, and transphobia at the same time, because like this man is is a woman, actually a woman. Yeah. Um. I was, and this is what I wrote, wrote. I was waiting for it. There's the 90s we love. True. And that's, you could tell, like, I didn't put LOL. Yeah. Didn't put commas. I just put a period. Yeah, I could, I'm reading here. I just, that was the moment a part of my childhood died. Yeah. Um, This was never a part of my childhood, so I didn't no, lose anything. I, I, I really didn't lose anything. <laughs> no, I get you. you. Yeah. I lost one good memory. Yeah. But the memory's still good because it was with my grandma, so it doesn't sure. really matter. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, and I know my grandma doesn't hate gay people, so it was definitely like just of the time thing. You didn't think about it then. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. When I watched it, I was six or seven. Right. Or whatever, you didn't so. fucking know. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. I yeah. probably, I didn't even remember that, so I obviously right. just blanked it out. Yeah. Because you had no idea what was going on. No. I just thought he was being a silly, silly guy. Mm-hmm. No, he's being a homophobic guy. <laughs> That's not a little guy at all. Yeah. That's a big guy. That's a big guy thing to do. <laughs> Should I talk about this now? I actually saw on Wikipedia, it like referenced a book. Um, and I thought it was really good. Should I just, should I talk about that now? Yeah, go for it. Um... I'm just going to read it because I don't want to like, I don't want to misquote the author or anything because I think they give good points. And I didn't, I haven't read the book it came from. Um, I don't, I don't read much fiction myself, but um, so 
take that with how you will. This was just, it was cited on Wikipedia. There's a whole section on Wikipedia that talks about the transphobia in this movie. Um, so it's obviously like heavily talked about in these circles. Um, I don't know how I missed it, but again, I never, I don't think I've brought this movie up in like eight years. So yeah, I'd imagine if you had thought about it in the last, if I would have asked like a trans person, be like, yeah, how do you feel about this movie? And they've seen it. They'd be like, Oh yeah, no, that's uncool. I didn't like that very much. Um, which if I didn't like it, I couldn't imagine how someone felt yeah, I don't who know. actually dealt, deals with that stuff. Um, but so it says the film has been criticized for the way it portrays ch- transgender people. Alexandra Gonzenbeck Perkins wrote in representing queer and transgender identity that mainstream representation of transgender identity at the turn of the 21st century was limited, observing that, quote, the representations that didn't exist tended to be tended to patho- pathologize transgender people as mentally unstable, end quote. Mm-hmm. Perkins said Ace Ventura, along with The Crying Game, depicted, tra- quote, transgender characters as murderous villains, unquote. Yeah, there, there was a lot of, especially like cop shows. Yeah. Like uh, my wife and I went back and watched during uh, COVID shutdowns. Yeah. We watched every season of Law & Order. SVU yeah. from season one to the end in a row, and there was a uh, several instances of them like really dissing on uh, trans people because back in the day, and they had you know they would say like slurs and stuff. Yeah, because like people just I guess like that was just okay to put on TV on mainstream TV. Yeah, there just wasn't any just prime time television. There wasn't positive representation. No, or anything. no. Um. And I think it's very important to have that positive, because I've met trans people, I've interacted with trans people, like, mm. they're not mentally unstable or evil, they're usually no, just so fucking nice. Yeah. Um, they're usually some of the kindest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that, that it bothered me a little bit, because I was like, I'm glad that that didn't stick with me, because I would have thought, like, if that was, like, the first instances I've seen of that. Right. Of, like, that's what I would have thought trans people were like. Right. Because the only <laughs> thing that you know about them. But but it's like this type of thing, like that's why that's why there's all these like newer college classes about studying the history of it. Yeah. Because like there's so many cultures in history that it's just a thing. But it was never talked about. Yeah. Because like modern day society, the people who wrote the history books didn't want to talk about it. They just wanted to erase all of that from history, but like, it was a, it was a real bit. Like I followed this guy on Twitter who's Native American, and he talked about how he learned in his tribe, like there was names for it, like they were called like two spirits or whatever their language had for that, you know. And there was like art and artistry from their from their tribes, and like nowadays it would be called transgender, but like people who lived as both sides, you know. So yeah. like. That that type of history like is important to share, but that stuff was never in mainstream media. I mean, especially in America. Yeah. I mean, how much did you learn about that growing up? Zero, zero, zero. I mean, I had a gay. We I had a um, a gay man was Shane and I's teacher for like four years of mm-hmm. high school. He didn't even tell us he had a husband. Yeah. He was like, he wasn't in the closet, but considered in work, he was. Yeah. Because he was afraid how people would react to him. Yeah. If you would have told us that, I wouldn't even care. Yeah, we had my, one of my band but teachers. Was. I don't blame him for mm-hmm. that. Me like, He was afraid. Like, 
Yeah, know? when I was in high school, there was people like, people would whisper like, is this guy gay? But like nobody knew. But yeah. then like by the time my brother is six years younger than Oops. me, by the time he was in school, like um, they had gotten married because gay marriage had been legalized uh-huh. nationally. They got married. They were out. Everybody knew. Everybody yeah. loved him and his husband. Like all of his students knew and everybody, everybody loved him anyway. Yeah. He was like the joy of the program. But he wasn't even the main director. But but yeah, like he was just scared to tell anybody because he was afraid of how I, I, people I, would react. I don't I I don't want to say it was maybe maybe it wasn't like he was afraid. Maybe he just didn't want to deal with it too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you know, like he didn't want that to be a deciding factor of what people yeah. saw on him because yeah. he really wasn't there. It didn't matter right. whether he was married to a man or a woman or whatever because he was a good teacher. He taught. Yeah, um, he was awesome. English well I mean like this guy I still talk to him every once in a while he's a really good dude um I mean like in college uh, me and Shane actually played in like some games he ran like some TTRPG games nice um and like at that point we knew because like once we graduate a few years after we graduated he told everybody mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that because I, d- I read that and I was like that's was so well spoken um Alexandra, what they said was so. I was like, I have to put that in there. They're gonna say it way better than me or Matthew can. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'm a queer man, but like, I'm hetero and cis represent like yeah presenting. The struggle is different. So people, I mean, like, I was called slurs, but it wasn't because they knew I was gay. It was just because that was the that was what they did. Yeah. Um. That was just the way people. And people don't people. look at me and they're like, oh, that guy's gay. They're just like, that's a a regular white guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have that like camouflage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, d- definitely. Uh, yeah, that- be careful what color. It don't be going out wearing orange and camo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why? <laughs> if you go to like uh a college campus yeah. around here and you're wearing like orange and camo and like a camo hat. Yeah. People, like, I would stay away from you. <laughs> I look I'd like be like, I don't want to be friends with that guy. <laughs> that guy probably hates people of color for no reason. <laughs> That's definitely the stereotype. I bet he has strong opinions on Roe v. Wade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would just assume we have nothing in common. Good, yeah, good. That's why I usually... If I see camo, the one thing I do is I'm just like, dude, I can hardly see you. Just because I want to be annoying. Because sure. I want people to stop wearing camo. Yeah. I fucking hate that. When you're hunting, I'm that's dope. Use camo, makes sense. When you're into war, use camo, great. Your name's Steve and you fucking work at Menards. Don't wear fucking camo, you psycho. <laughs> Steve and Menards. You do not know I had the strong opinion on camo. I fucking hate camo. No, I did not know you Dude, had same with camo and I fucking hate cheetah print. I can get behind the cheetah print. I think that's going out. I haven't wearing, seen cheetah print. Forever. If someone was wearing cheetah print and camo, I would struggle to not fight them. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be unfair because I wouldn't be able to see part of them. Do not go to Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds. <laughs> I got pissed on the last time I went to Mississippi Valley Fair. Oh man! 2014 when I went, we saw it was the Saturday show, and uh, a drunk guy pissed on me. Ew. Like, just straight up? I think, well, he wasn't on purpose. Splattered? Or... He was so drunk. He was just pissing on my leg. And I turned around. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And his friends oh, were like, sorry, oh, man. sorry, bro, sorry, bro. And his friend gave me like 30 bucks. And I said, he still pissed on me. <laughs> and they like dragged the guy out. So I was like, okay, oh, well, nice. at least it ruined their night. Yeah. 
<laughs> I have done that. I have ruined a drunk guy's that night. Was one of the, <laughs> I felt like a hero. That was one of the first times that I realized that I'm a big boy and that I make people nervous. Because mm. um, I turned around and they were like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't hurt me. I was like 20. Yeah. Like, uh, I just broad-shouldered, so mm-hmm. I look like... I mean, I'm like a teddy bear, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to hurt you unless you try to hurt me, but... <laughs> It was like so mad too, because it was so. It was like a hundred degrees outside, and there's warm piss on my leg now. Mm, gross, gross as fuck. <laughs> Thank God I had shorts on, so like, you know, it it just hit my like calf. Oh, so like it didn't like seep into like my pants or anything, okay. but yeah, like and like stay around. No, it got a little bit gotten in my sock, but mm. like just dried up. At pretty that fast. at that point, you're already so sweaty that yeah, it does a little piss. Like it already smells like piss there anyway. Yeah, piss and uh, beer. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know how much of that's staying in, but camo. Do I hate camo? Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Good morning. My name is Austin, and my name is Anna. And we are from the podcast Reading Isn't for Kids, a book club podcast where two grown adults read children's chapter books and sometimes comics. Chapter books like Junie B. Jones, Magic Treehouse, Fear Street, and The Walking Dead comics. Right, which are slightly less childish than the other ones, but it's not like a kid should pick up and read any of these books anyway. Reading yeah. Isn't for Kids. Silly kid, readings for adults. <laughs> I've been collecting my chapter books since I was a kid. Uh, I figured I'd put them to good use besides letting them sit on the shelf. So if you'd like to head down a little nostalgia road with us as we dive into these classic children literature, join us. Every other Saturday on the Encounter Co. Network. Do you want to say something to end it? And if you have any old joke books, throw them out immediately. So we get to the climax. <laughs> Yeah, we get to the climax. Dan Marino is in like a photo shoot, or he's doing an advertisement. But then the cronies pretend like they're actors, and they capture Dan Marino. Yeah. And they carry him in, and Dan Marino's just so confused. He's like, is this a bit? Is this a rewrite? <laughs> What's going on? And they carry him to like a shipyard? Is it a shipyard? I don't know what the fuck it was. Sure. There was like docking boats or like fishing boats or something. I was not clear where exactly they, <laughs> they were. Never, they never explained it. I didn't know what, where they were. And... But Ace Ventura does this Mission Impossible stuff again. Yeah. Where he gets into a rowboat and he's got this little handheld fan that you use to, when you're at your desk at work. And he puts it into the water to like propel himself two inches. <laughs> and then he hops on the other boat. I thought that was funny. I love that that slapstick comedy, like, um, Mission Impossible stuff was funny to me. Yeah. And I, I don't remember that. Because yeah. I think I was so... Upset. I was so... Fu- I w- it was more furious at All this point. Yeah. Like, I was more like... I For years I've said I like this movie. And it's full of hatred. Like, fuck. Um, but that was funny. Now, I, I do, now you mention it, I think I'm, I remember it. But yeah. Again, there's like, there's like funny bits thrown into this shit, uh-huh. but like the the transphobia, homophobia is so the bits are so long. Yeah. Um, and there's another one too. It ends with one. Yeah. Um, Jesus. But yeah, he then he like he then takes out the goons 
With a bucket and an anchor? <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he does. I didn't write it down. He like but... he like is hanging from something and he drops a bucket on one guy and the guy's like screaming for help. And then the other guy comes over and that's when he drops the anchor on both of them. Mm-hmm. And they fall into the water. Yeah. And then he like walks out and he sees Dan Marino all tied up. And right before Ace gets there, the lieutenant kisses Dan Marino. Yes. And Dan Marino's like into it because it, it's just like a woman. It's just a, it's just a woman. Yeah. Um. And... Oh, the actress who plays her. Yeah. Is Rachel from Blade Runner? Did you catch that? Uh, that's why she looked familiar. Yeah. What a what a sad role for her to play after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then uh, the lieutenant and Ace get in, like, this long villain argument. And that's when all the police show up because the lieutenant's like, Ace is the kidnapper and killer. He's insane. Yada, yada. And, like, they believe her because, like... Yeah, she's, like, the head of the police the department. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they all show up. And then Ace starts going on a big rant. They don't shoot him when she when she says no, that. No, it's she's going insane. She's like, shoot him, shoot him. Like, yeah. you have... As the police commissioner, you you can't just tell them to shoot somebody. Like you can't just do that. You have nothing. Yeah. You have no evidence. You have nothing to prove. You can't just tell them to shoot him in cold blood. Yeah. And then they watch. They watch them like fist fight, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then he's like, she's like all wibbly wobbly from being punched in the head a bunch, and he's like. See, it's actually Ray Finkel and, like, rips her clothes off. Yeah, he rips off the front to show, like, would these be real? And it's, like, obviously... It's, it's breasts. Like, it's yeah, full, it's like, just... breasts. And, and then he th- rips down her pants. And it looks And it just, like, yeah. It's, like, flat in the front. But then Dan Marino is, like, behind her. Yeah. And he's, like... Uh, Ace, look down. Ace, turn her around, and he turns around, and there's a cock and balls. Yeah, uh, that was that was a hard to watch scene. Yeah, the entirety of it. Like even if it wasn't, it you know, even if the point wasn't to show that it was that they had a they had a penis. Yeah, just doing that to a woman in general is like even if it's yeah. a bad woman, like just fucked up, <laughs> just completely undressing her in front of a hundred people. Primarily men too. Like, yeah, all men. They all men that were besides well, Courtney Cox is there. Isn't yeah, she? that have like kind of been gross the whole movie. They kind of mm-hmm. done. They've been kind of pig like. I mean, yeah, they're kind of playing up that like pig trope, like cops are. Yeah, and then the second that he turns her around, everybody pukes. Yeah, everyone starts puking. Every single person just starts throwing up, <laughs> obnoxiously. It's so stupid. It's like, it's not even funny. No. it And it like goes on for like 20 seconds. Just everybody being super grossed out. Dan Reno's crying. Yeah. God. Because, because she just kissed him. <laughs> like obviously you were into it. <laughs> what does it matter? <laughs> like for all, that's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> So what? They got a penis. Whatever. I don't know, dude. I maybe it's just my like. Again, I mean, I'm 
I'm bi, almost more pan. I don't really care what gender a person is. I'm yeah. If I'm into them, I'm into them. It doesn't really matter what what fun part they got. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so it doesn't bother me. But like, like you're a straight dude. Yeah, I'm a very straight dude. <laughs> yeah. But like I've met people that if you don't know they're trans, you just don't know. And you're, like yeah. unless you started a long term relationship with them, and obviously you would find out if there was other things going on. But like fit like physically but if you don't know who fucking cares yeah you know like if you can't tell it doesn't matter that's the whole point that, that, yeah because like they're a woman yeah whether they're a woman or they're a man whether or whatever that's what they feel on the inside so it doesn't matter what they are on the outside yeah who cares um, so yeah who gives her shit mm-hmm. and i mean and, and like you kissed her and it didn't make you feel gay so you're not gay yeah. it's a woman <laughs> You think they're all throwing up because, like, they think that they're gay? Does that imply that she, like, made out with every (laughs) single person in the police department? It's also slut-shaming. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that in there, too. Good job. (laughs) Good job, Ace Ventura. Because a woman in power has to fuck her way to the top, apparently. Oh, true, true. (laughs) I don't even know if that's what they meant, but that definitely looks like that, I guess. Um, Then the movie ends with the dolphin being returned. And the dolphin kicks a field goal. Yep. Yay. Ace gets paid. He gets the girl. And he fights a mascot. Oh, yeah. He fights the eagle. Why? I don't know. I wrote lol okay. (laughs) And they, like, announce his name at the end. The wonderful Ace Ventura who loves animals as he's punching an eagle in the face. It's ironic. (laughs) Don't you get it? I get it. It's irony. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. I don't like it one bit. Ha 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 ace. Final thoughts. Mm, no. <laughs> not not great. Not great. What's your rating? Before I give mine, what's your rating out of ten? Four. Four? At the top, most four. Four out of ten. Because the beginning was funny, like the characterization of the cartooniness of his walk and like the like Ace Ventura as a character besides all the stuff in the second half of the movie is a really fun character. Yeah. And I really think Jim Carrey like owns that role and does a really good job portraying like the the silly goofy stuff and i think he does a really good job of like you said wanting to be over the top silly goose but also like be really good at his job like that's the best part of this movie and i think as far as that part of the movie is concerned it's really good but the plot should have been completely different obviously it shouldn't hinge on making a transgender person evil (laughs) yeah that was not cool yeah, so the the original rating I gave it after right after I watched the movie, I gave it a three out of ten. Mm. After talking about it with you, with my wife, she watched it with me. After really thinking about it and like digesting it, because we watched this is we watched this movie. I watched the movie three weeks ago or whatever. I think I'm gonna give it a two out of ten. Oh yeah, two out of ten. That's what they mean by the terrible twos. 
because I definitely like Gamer more than this movie. Yeah. Um, which I gave Gamer a three. Like, I would watch Gamer again. I would, wouldn't watch it sober. Mm. I would drunkenly watch it with some friends, and mm. we would drink to how shitty and bad it is. But there's no transphobia in Gamer. Right. Um, and I'm not saying, like, I mean, that did bring this movie down a lot. Those, Absolutely. Those, like, the last, like, 50% of the movie. And the beginning's really funny. And, like, I really love, like, the meme scenes, obviously. That's why it still gets points. But I think, I mean, just the way this is making me feel, I don't think it should get any more than that, to be real with you. Totally get it. Um, Like, here, I'll write what I wrote immediately after watching it. I will not be watching this movie again. It doesn't hold up. The first half is pretty good, but once we get to the mental hospital, it takes a bad turn. The jokes made me cringe, angry, and uncomfortable. Which makes me sad, because I used to love this movie. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely not remembered for it, though. Like people, people talk about this movie, and it's like never. I've never heard that brought up. Yeah, that part of the movie, because I think genuinely, I think people just blocked out and forgot that part of the movie. It, they it's just not re- funny. No, they just remember Silly Goose, Ace Ventura, yeah. Jim Carrey faces. <laughs> uh, so yes, we're gonna talk about the box office stuff now. Um, and the budget for this movie was $15 million and the opening U S weekend was $12.1 million and the U S total was $72.2 million. Okay. And the elsewhere total was 35 mil and the worldwide was 107.2 million averaging out at a measly $92.2 million. (laughs) So it did pretty good. I mean, the first weekend kind of rough but i don't know what it was up against in 1994 but it did well it did rank first at the box office outperforming other releases my father the hero and i'll do anything on that same weekend yes so i don't i don't know i don't don't remember what else was in the theater at that time um but that is what it did uh let's see carrie also starred in the mask and dumb and dumber later in the same year Mm mm-hmm the three films had a total box office gross of $550 million. Did he do all those in 1994? That's what it's saying, yeah. Yeah, because I remember he did, like, I remember reading that he did all those in the same. I can't believe he filmed that many movies in the same year. Yeah. Um, which ranked Carrie as the second highest grossing box office star in 94 behind Tom Hanks. Yeah. Behind Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom Hanks was number one. Damn. Oh, yeah, because that year would have been. Oh, holy crap. Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, Dumb and Dumber, Little Big League. Did you watch The Page Master? No. Oh, Speed came out that year? Oh, my God. Have you I'm, seen Speed? I've never watched Speed, Forrest, but I 100% know what Speed is. I love Speed. I think Forrest Gump is what made Tom Hanks all that. Oh, absolutely. Forrest Gump came out that year. Yeah. I love a, Forrest a Gump. Lot of cl- Clerks came out that year. Clerk, also another cult classic. Mm-hmm. We need to watch that sometime. Lot, there's lots of the best of Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Dude, Elmo slaps. I don't care who you are. Dude, I watched the shit out of Elmo when I was a kid. I we watched Barney. Oh, lot. me too. I watched Barney a lot, and I, I was think a the big, Sesame big Street. Barney fan. I never watched the Muppets though. I've never seen the Muppets. Anything, honestly. Really? Nothing. Na- nothing? No, I mean, I like clips. Well, here sure. And like you know what they are. Yeah. Well, because like, I like I like. 
Jim Henson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked. I like. I've read about him. Like, I like how he's a good dude, but I've never seen any Muppet stuff. Not like on purpose. Sesame Street. I, well, I guess Sesame Street. Like Kermit the Frog. I'm well. I've never seen the Muppet stuff, but I've seen Sesame Street. Yeah, because Kermit the Frog was in the original Muppets, but then he started being in just Muppet stuff, and yeah. it kind of is out of Sesame Street. Yeah, but um, like Christiana loves the Muppet stuff. Yeah, my dad is obsessed with Muppets. I know it's just like good, clean. It's just funny. Like good, clean stuff. Like yeah, it's, it's just, just silly, funny stuff. Um, but I know, yeah, because that they get very meta sometimes. What else did I see? Fun fact here. Um, music facts. Uh, the music person was Iris Newborn. Um, they did the music for Sixteen Candles, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, the Naked Gun films, Mallrats, nice, uh, Basketball, and just tons of others. I didn't like recognize the name. Just now, now I like am always curious. After we like found out that that one guy did tons of shit, I always check the music now. Oh, Danny Elfman. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. He's very popular. But this guy's done a lot of. This person's done a lot of stuff too. Well, this is originally Ace was not written to be animal related at all. Yeah. The original writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the screenwriter came up with the idea after watching David Letterman. Uh yeah, and uh Jim uh Jim Carrey said. He based all of his movements after a bird. That's why he Yeah, so I weird. did see an interview on yeah. that when he was on the late night show. <laughs> so I saw this. I don't know if this is true. It was on IMBD. It was highly rated, so I guess it could be true. Jennifer Aniston told a story about visiting Courtney Cox, bringing a copy of this film to watch, and Courtney refusing to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I guess, yeah. She definitely was there for the paycheck. Yeah. I'm not going to say her performance was bad, but like... I mean, it was... Yeah, it's not anything to... <laughs> write home about. No. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he came up with the all righty then and other lines specifically because he thought it would catch on. What is the hand <laughs> gesture that he gave before leaving the police I think station? it's when he was like, like twirled his hand and pointed. Oh, yeah. I think that's what he's talking about. I couldn't figure that out either. And uh, Rick Mirandez turned down the role of Ace Ventura. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Rick Moranis. Rick Moran. What did I say? Mirandez. I'm sorry. Moranis. <laughs> Rick Moranis turned down the role of. I always say Mirandez. I always say that yeah. when I say his name. I Rick don't know why. Moranis. Why do I do that? I don't know. It makes me sound like I'm not not good at reading, but I am. <laughs> I'm just not good at talking. Sure. But I have three podcasts, so here we are. Uh, also, Judd Nelson and Alan Rickman were considered for the lead role, which call back to another movie, Breakfast Club. <laughs> Way different character if any of those three were the relief. Toot Alec Rickman as Ace Ventura. Hello. I'm looking for a dolphin. Isn't that, isn't that Oh, him? Alan Rickman. That's yes, him, I was right? like, who are you talking about? Yes, yes. I've never him. seen the Harry Potter movies, but yeah, I, I, know, I know his lines because I've seen like col- compilations of just him talking. Yeah, yeah. Just out of Fair context. 309 Ron Weasley. Is that's definitely not him who says that. But <laughs> I've only seen like internet yeah, sketches yeah, on yeah. the vice on the show. Have you seen his other movies though? I've seen. Yeah, I know who yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He doesn't talk like that in his other movies. He's a, he's a glorious man. Absolutely. Um, Christiana loves loves him. As yeah, an actor. he's incredible. Um, apparently, the song Cannibal Corpse was playing was one of their famous songs, "Hammer Smashed Face." <laughs> okay. Um, it won awards. Ah, it won awards though. Which I think one of these is going to shock you. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna run through the nominateds quick, okay? 
Um, it was nominated uh, American Comedy Award for lead actor. Uh, it lost to Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump. Makes sense. Way better film. Uh, Chicago Film Critics Associated, most promising actor. Uh, he was also nominated for the Mac, the Mask, and he still lost to Mini Driver from Circle of Friends. <laughs> what? I don't know. What the hell is that? He, he, he was two of the three choices, and he still lost. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst New Star. Worst New Star? Uh, he was also nominated for his Dumb and Dumber movie. Mm-hmm. Uh but he and the mask too. So he was nominated for that three times. Um, but he lost to star and in a Cole Smith and the naked gun 33 and a third. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. Is that, was she bad in that movie? I don't know. I haven't seen the, that I haven't seen that one, but I have it's seen like the, the one, original. Right? Yes. Yeah. No, it's the 33rd and a third one. Okay. But okay. <laughs> obviously um, the MTV movie award for best comedic performance um, he lost to Robin Williams in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, okay. Wait, I've never seen that movie, but I've seen clips and Robin Williams hilarious in that movie. I wonder if that holds up, that movie. It's definitely, I personally, it, like, I haven't seen it in a while, but it, it's, it's not, like, as blatant homophobic and shit as isn't the, he more of like a cross-dresser in, in that movie yeah, yeah because he pretends to be a nanny so that he can see his kids which yeah. in itself is weird he like br- he tries to like break court custody rules we, we need to watch that i've never seen that movie we should yeah, watch that we should watch soon. that at some point um because that's another one people are like you can fucking see mrs Doubtfire." yeah i said what the fucking one i watched mrs Doubtfire." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of a random movie that like well, you like, would have your parents would have had to like buy it on VHS and watch yeah. it with you. You know what my parents were showing me? Ace Ventura and It. Sure. <laughs> and It? <laughs> like the VHS one. What a range. <laughs> what a range. Why are you so fucked up, Austin? Couldn't be them. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry, they're not gonna listen to this. They don't support <laughs> me. <laughs> I've said it on all three shows now. It's 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 canon. <laughs> they don't. They don't listen to anything I do. So, uh, my wife does. Um, let's see. That's all that really matters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess some some of our friends listen to listen to stuff. It, it's hard though because a lot of our friends don't aren't podcast people really. So, mm-hmm. um, let's see. These are the ones that won though. So we're gonna get into the ones that won. And I saved the best for last. There's three. So I only added this one because it's this award show has came up before. The first annual Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. Yeah. It won favorite male newcomer and favorite comedy actor. So it won two awards. Uh the London Film Critics Newcomer of the Year Award. It he and he also won the ma- for the mask that year too. Uh the third one, which I was honestly kind of shocked. I don't even know if you saw the awards at all. The I did 1995 not. Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards for, fa- for favorite movie actor. The Kids' Choice Awards? Uh-huh. For this movie specifically? That's what it said. Oh, man. This isn't a kids' movie. That's what, No, it's PG-13. <laughs> it beat Keanu Reeves in the movie Speed, which is also, also not, not a kids', a kids movie. movie. And it beat Tim Allen in the movie The Santa Claus. The <laughs> only kids movie, even though he fucking kills Santa Claus in that movie. True. <laughs> he commits manslaughter by accident. He knocks him off the roof. Because <laughs> he scares him. Yeah. Um. That's fucking wild, though, dude. 
That is crazy. There's like three sex scenes in this movie. Yeah, there is. Like hard. <laughs> yeah. They're like knock, like I said, like knocking the mattress around, and yeah, just it was cartoonish how crazy it in was. In the first five minutes, there's a sex scene. Yeah, because he saves the lady's it dog. Shows, it shows genitals, basically. No, it doesn't. Well, okay, it shows the outline <laughs> of cock and balls. Does it? When they turn it, when they turn Ray Finkel around. Oh well, yeah, I thought you meant at the beginning. Oh no, yeah, there's not like full. It's shaft. like at the beginning they don't. <laughs> this is a Fight Club, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Only a good movie will show you full shaft. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, I was fucking dude. I had I pa- I like had to double check. I like checked the official like not a Nickelodeon wiki for that to make sure it yeah. was accurate. Accurate. Wild. I was. I also mentioned that speed was in there. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense <laughs> because that's not even a comedy. Like. <laughs> That's not even a silly goose haha. No, favorite movie actor. That's all it was for. It That's wasn't crazy. Even this was like pre Matrix Keanu Reeves, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't there like killing in speed? Yeah, because it's like speed is about like there's a terrorist, basically. He's, oh, it's like the bus that can't stop, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've seen, I know the second one's about a boat. I have not seen the second one. The second one. one's about a boat. I imagine it's complete <laughs> shit. <laughs> I bet the first one's not very good either. I bet the only, I bet the best things about that movie is Keanu Reeves. Oh, I have 100%. That's like the, one of the only celebrities I want to actually meet. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I want to gush over him. I just want to like shake his hand and say thank you and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Cool ass motherfucker. <laughs> thank you for not being bad. <laughs> thanks for doing the bare minimum and being great at everything. Uh, thanks for stabbing that guy with the pencil in that movie. Okay. Wake up, samurai. He does a lot of good shit, though, for society, though. He does. He's a good dude. He I, donates a lot of money to I, people. He is one of my favorite, like, favorite non-personal people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, favorite, like, celebrity-type people. Yeah. He, do- he like, gave everyone on the set of one of his movies, like, a motorcycle or something. <laughs> Was it John Wick or The Matrix or something? He gave, like, everyone a motorcycle. Because I know, like, his, his wife passed away from a disease, right? Um... And he, like, I'm pretty sure, and he donates a ton of money to the mm-hmm. foundation to help cure it. I know he's had, like, a sad life, too. Yeah, <laughs> and he, like, gives stuff. away a lot of his salary to, like, behind-the-scenes people who yeah. don't make as much. I. But anyway. We should have just watched a Keanu Reeves movie. <laughs> we should just watch Bill and Ted, honestly. That movie's not that movie's True. better. Talk about I have a, seen the first one. Talk about a movie that's not really problematic. I've watched it recently, and I don't remember anything bad in it. I was shocked that George Carlin was in it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that guy. Doesn't he, doesn't he play Rufus? He's the time travel guy. Yeah, Rufus. The yeah. elevator. <laughs> Rufus! <laughs> <laughs> He's in the second one, too. Um, we're just talking about better movies. That's what this episode is. Us talking about better movies. That we should watch. <laughs> that we should have watched instead. <laughs> I'm honestly sorry we watched this movie. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> It's okay. We wasted an episode on this movie. You know what? I think it's important though. I think we need we needed a stinker, and I was the one asking for it, and that's what I get. Mm-hmm. God, God gives its toughest battles to its strongest warriors. <laughs> did you look up ratings at all? I honestly, I did not. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. I can fly through them real quick. Uh, IMBD gave it a six point nine out of ten from three three hundred ten k reviews. Rotten Tomatoes has a 48% on the tomato meter, uh, 57% on the audience score. 
Metacritic has a 37 out of 100. And a 7.1 user score. It has universal acclaim. So, Walmart has it rated 4.8 out of 5. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense if Walmart thinks it's good. <laughs> uh, there was five positive, three mixed, and six negative critic reviews. Um, the Washington Post had the highest review score with 90 out of 100. Damn. Uh, Rita Kempley from that article says... A riot from start to finish. Carrie's first feature comedy is a cheerful body as it is idiotically inventive. From start to finish. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, New York Times, Stephen Holden gave it a 50 out of 100. These are all on 94, by the way. Right. Uh, the movie has the metabolism, logic, and attention span of a peevish six-year-old. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get the worst one here. Um the New York, well, this is the second worst one. The New Yorker's Michael Scrago gave it a 10 out of 100, saying, In this smutty kitty farce, he's a clownish action toy, and he grows weary, weary fast. Um, the Entertainment's Owen Gleiberman gave it a zero. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Carrie suggests an escaped mental patient impersonating a game show host, and what's worse, he's hyperbolically obnoxious shtick is the whole damn show. So there you go. Real quick. Okay. Mr. Roger? Guess how many stars? How many? One. One single star. Uh huh. It says, so I'm going to quote it here. It says, um, the movie basically has one joke, which is Ace Ventura's weird, nerdy strangeness. If you laugh at this joke, chances are you laugh at Jerry Lewis too, and I can sympathize with you even if I can't understand you. I found the movie long, a long, unfunny slog through an impenetrable plot. Kids might like it. Real little kids. Because he's saying, like, it's so stupid that yeah. only little kids would laugh at it. <laughs> hey, and guess who Guess who liked it a lot? A little kid Austin. <laughs> yeah, because little kids don't understand this bad shit about it. No. Yeah, um, he hated it. <laughs> he just thought it was so stupid. I, I hate to say it. He didn't I, say anything about it. I hate to the, say it, but I agree with him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't mention anything about that. Um, the that part of the plot, like being problematic because it was nineteen. Did he ever talk about that stuff? Um, in his review. Yeah. Did he ever talk about that stuff in any of his reviews? I mean, I not, not that that you've read at least. No, like like I said, like I mean that just wasn't in the public like vocabulary. Yeah. People wouldn't have known like. What I mean, they it, even mean? But it's it's not even mentioned at all in his review. He just thought it was so stupid. This is the shortest review I've ever seen from him. It's only three paragraphs. He's probably mad. He wasted money. On yeah, it. honestly. Um, I mean, even the zero out of a hundred, they they like gave it negative points for not even why they should have gave it negative points. Yeah, like it's it's a bad movie because of the homophobia, of the transphobia, mm-hmm. of the weird sexism at times, like. It's uh, almost like they rated it badly because of the reasons why, like we say, like critics just don't like to have fun. Yeah, like they thought it, they thought it was bad because it was that type of movie, but mm. they didn't even mention the other shit. No, so, well, I mean, we spent about, I'd say there's like 15 minutes we're cutting out of this, mm-hmm. so this is probably one of our shortest episodes ever. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm good. I don't got anything else to say about this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'm that's never okay. watching this movie again. No, I probably won't either. And if it ever gets brought up, I'm going to be the party pooper. Yeah. 
But you know what, Matthew? I'm that a lot. So <laughs> I'm the guy that's like, hey, that's racist. Hey, that's homophobic. I don't feel like I'm annoying about it, but I'm definitely the one that's like, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, you're being fucked up right now, dude. <sighs> anyway. Um, Sometimes I wish I had the balls to do that. It's it, you, like, When I lived, oh my God, you would have hated my dorm. Oh, I know. I did not like the people in my dorm. I didn't hang out with them a ton. Yeah. But, well, like, they would just say, like, racist stuff and homophobic stuff as, like, if it was a joke. And it was just not funny. It's like, and they would be, like, they people would just, like, grimace and laugh because they, like, thought that they were supposed to laugh at yeah. something. But, it, like, it wasn't even funny. No. And I would just sit there and be like, oh, you fucking idiots. But, like... Like, they went out and partied uh-huh. every fucking day. Yeah. Like, every Friday night, every Saturday night. And then, um, like, Monday was karaoke. They would go out for Monday for karaoke. Uh-huh. They'd go for a dollar bottle Tuesday. Or, like, dollar bottle Thursdays or whatever. They'd yeah. go out, you know, like, all the time. And they'd get, like, blackout drunk three to four times a week. And they yeah. would pregame every time, two in the dorms first. They'd be out till two in the morning all the time. Like, they were insane. They were insane. But, like, I, the way I just dealt with it was um, I was friends with the people who were cool. And, like, we all went down and ate breakfast together in the mornings anyway. So, like, I was around them all the time. But I was like, you guys are so fucking stupid. It was just, like, sometimes I was just like, God, I hate you. <laughs> but, but then I was just, the next year I just moved. I moved out of the dorm and moved into a different dorm. And, like, I felt bad because I left, I just kind of, like, abandoned my friend. Because, like, I moved in with my best friend, Aaron. But, like, um, I just kind of abandoned him because I didn't want to be around these people anymore. Yeah. I was like, I've been dealing with this for a whole year. I'm (laughs) not doing it again. Yeah. Goodbye. (laughs) I have two theories on people like that. First off, I loved loved to party growing up from, like, 16 until, like, 23, 24. But I would I would keep it to the weekends, like Friday, Saturday, sometimes Thursday if I didn't work Friday, uh, with like our friend Shane, who's another co- other co-host. Um, but like I was never douchey. I never made women uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> that I know of. Like it wasn't like I was being creepy to women or anything. Um, I'm sure I made him uncomfortable just being there because I'm so large, um, which I get. I'm, that's fair. That's I'm not like making fun of them for that because um, I'd be afraid of me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like I have two theories on that. Either they've never met a gay person or a person of color or anything, because mm-hmm. a lot of those times like people will meet someone and become friends with them, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not that anymore. I'm, that's stupid. Why was I being homophobic?" Mm-hmm. Um, or they're just so fucking stupid. Like, yeah, because like they, it's like I love dark humor, right? But I don't think racism's dark humor, right? That's lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, racism's not funny. Homophobia is not funny, right? You can have dark humor without being racist or homophobic. You don't have to punch down for it to be dark humor. Case in point, Fight Club. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, like, those people don't get Fight Club. They think that Tyler Durden is the coolest person in the world. Yeah, it's not... like, I want to be like that guy because he's awesome. Yeah. It's like, did you watch it? Did same you movie? watch the same film? Yeah. Did you not see the other man in the movie staring at him lovingly? Because <laughs> he was. 
Um. Anyway, let's not talk about Fight Club. <laughs> no, no, we did enough of that already. <laughs> if maybe but you, you get the point. I know. I hundred. We're hundred percent on the same page here. Um. Yeah. I hated people like that. I still hate people like that. That makes me so mad. But they um, would just like we would be sitting at the end of the table, and they'd be like, Psst, "Hey, bro, hot chick, twelve o'clock." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jesus Christ!" Like we're twenty three. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, hot chick on your six. Like they would be whispering to each other. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, so, where are you gonna go talk to her or not? <laughs> you gonna go talk to her? And gonna... they never did. No, because they never. Pussy. They're just sitting here whispering about people. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the fuck out of here. God. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry for anyone who watched this movie. Um, don't go watch it. Uh, you know what? Actually, just watch. Watch like the best scene compilation on YouTube. The next movie we're going to watch is a really uh, good comedy. Airplane! Yep, we're watching Airplane. I've never seen it. Airplane with an exclamation point in the title. I'm... I'm high. I hope it doesn't make me sad. It's very good. Okay, good. I believe you. I'm just... I've seen it multiple times in the last five years. Hell yeah. That's what we're watching next. Um... And I think, and I'll just leave it in here, how we're going to do collabs um, is we'll just, uh, we'll just film them and we'll just place them in wherever. Mm. Um, like let's say we're re- we record one next week, we'll collab with somebody um, with, you know, because I want to have Aaron on here eventually too. I think that'd be fun. Um, And like, I'll just, when, when I go to edit, I'll just be like, I'll just cut in and say what the next movie is. Yeah. Um. But that, that's why I plan on doing with collabs, because there's not really a way for us to do it with this format of the show. I also just realized that I, I, I said my friend Aaron as if you didn't know who that was. <laughs> also one of my close friends. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, how we met. Right. <laughs> we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for Aaron. Um, Aaron has only been positive in my life. Absolutely. He's such a good dude. Absolutely. Um, he's such a good dude. Like I almost want to hug and kiss him every time I see him. Not in a gay way, like in like a, you're the brother I always wanted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've been uh, best friends since we were like five or six years I'm old. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. We've cried on each other's shoulders. That's how you know it's real. That is how you know it's real. Um, Yeah. Anyway, um, if you want to, if you like, I know I do that all the time. If you like the show and you want to support the show, follow us on uh, Twitter at So You Finally Watch. I think it's SYFWpod. Uh, hop in our Discord. It is now called Dispersed Audio. So that's oh. cool. I don't know if you noticed that. I, I changed didn't it last realize night. that. No, I didn't. Yeah, I changed it last night because uh, the company, my LLC. Well, technically, we're all part of the LLC, but I'm yeah, I'm the only member. But uh, you guys are all my contractors. <laughs> if I pay you, when we get to that point, but yeah. So it's called Dispersed Audio. I just changed it so it's better welcoming to people from all three shows. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Cause like it's still se- like seventy percent grim encounters, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, there's sections for so you finally watched on there. There's sections for grim encounters on there, which is my tabletop RPG podcast where we play uh, spooky campy horror pod. Uh, let's play, let's play spooky horror actual play where we're in Chicago in modern day fighting monsters. Bang bang bang. Um, then there's another show called Reading Is For Kids with me and my wife, and we read and review 
children's chapter books, sometimes comics. We plan to have Matthew on there eventually. I can't wait to be a part of it. It's so fun because you kind of got to keep the bit up a little bit, mm-hmm. but like you kind of get sucked into the bit a little, kind of like how we did the April Fool's one. We got into that. Yeah. It's like that. When I was an English major in, when I was in college too, so yeah. I would go all for it. Yeah, because like you got to review it like it's fucking like, it's fucking the Scarlet Letter. It's a book of Brave New World. Like it's fucking. I mean, because it is. Because kids shouldn't be reading books. But anyway, it's besides the point. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> That's what they say. I'm a teacher. You can read the kids, but they can't read. No, they should not be reading. <laughs> this is for adults only. I've also made the conservatives mad on that show a little bit. Cool. <laughs> Please go rate us five stars on Spotify, babies. Please. We will love you forever. If you read us on Apple, we'll read you at the beginning. I know a few episodes back we read. Um, uh, a review we got so but yeah do all those things please it's easy easy peasy stuff for you. it's free stuff you can do too not so hard uh, but you don't have to you can just listen I don't care really I care a little bit I care a little <laughs> bit <laughs> I do care a little bit <laughs> but I'm not mad if you don't do it it's okay it just it does make me cry at night but is that your fault? We'll never know. I did watch this movie, so our Patreon's probably live at this point. So join that. Get our exclusive podcast, Flight School. We review TV show. The first episodes of famous TV shows. Yeah, the pilot episode. Because if it's called a pilot, there's got to be fucking planes in it, right? Yeah. Got anything else to say? I don't think so. Okay. You know, like, you know when people say they're like, my father was disappointed in me? I, this is what it feels like. You know what I mean? Like, I, I watch this movie, and I think this is what fathers feel when they're disappointed in their sons or daughters. Yeah, they just let you down. Did let me down. I'm going to go listen to the entirety of the My Chemical Romance album now. <laughs> Hello, kitty, 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 kitty cat. There's your little kitty, 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 kitty cat. Who's your good kitty? There's your good kitty. This kitty will not stop purring. Yum. (laughs) Why did I say yum? I didn't mean to say yum. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? That's what it sounds like. This cat is just vibrating nonstop. Hello. You like belly rubs? Are you a cold water boy or? I actually like it boiling hot. Okay. No, yeah, no, cold. Okay, well, I like it so. Oh, yeah, no, cold is where it's at. I need a Kleenex. Can you get off of me, please? <laughs>